everybody. My name is Shauna, and this is the American English Podcast. My goal here is to teach you the English spoken in the United States. Through common expressions, pronunciation tips, and interesting cultural snippets or stories, I hope to keep this fun, useful, and interesting. Let's do it. Hi, everyone. Hope you're well. I'm a little bit sick today. <laughs> But I hope you bear with me as I go through this very fun episode. So this is episode number 129, and we're back with another expression, off the record. As usual, in these expression episodes, you'll hear a joke, you'll hear how to use a new expression in everyday conversation, and you'll get to practice your pronunciation. It's going to be a fun lesson today, and there are two parts to it. Episode number 129.2 is about a psychology experiment called the Monster Study, which took place in Iowa in 1939. Be sure to stay tuned for part two. The Monster Study is wildly unethical by today's standards. It involved orphans. Orphans are children who have lost their parents. And it also involves language, speech, specifically stuttering, and how criticism can impact the way that we develop. Let's jump right into the lesson for today. We're going to begin with a joke. Are you ready? Knock, knock. Who's there? Boo. Boo Boo-hoo. Don't cry, it's just a joke. (laughs) (laughs) That was my daughter, Julia. She's about three and a half now, and I honestly think this is the first joke she's understood. But we'll go through it anyway, because, of course, this is a learning experience. So knock-knock jokes are extremely common in English, and they always have the same format. It starts by someone knocking on the door. Knock, knock. And then someone answering, who's there? In this joke, the person at the door is named Boo. The person standing behind the door wants to know who Boo is. And so they say, Boo who? As in, what's your last name? Boo who? What makes this joke funny is that boo-hoo, who's spelled W-H-O, and boo-hoo, who's spelled H-O-O, are homophones. They sound the same, but they are spelled differently and have different meanings. The second meaning to boo-hoo is an exclamation, and it expresses crying. Aw, did you fall and hurt yourself? Boo-hoo. Based on the way that the person says boo-hoo, it can sound a little bit sarcastic. Oh, did you fall? Oh, boo-hoo. Like, stop crying. Get up. You can be stronger than that. The speaker in this joke, the person behind the door, who said boo-hoo, as in boo, what's your last name, may not have immediately noticed the second meaning of boo-hoo. And so, in effect, they became part of the joke, right? (laughs) So let's hear the joke one more time. Knock, knock. Who's there? Boo. 
Boo-hoo. Don't cry, it's just a joke. <laughs> yep, that's a simple one, easy to use. So why not step out of your comfort zone and try and tell it to someone that you know? All right? Let's move on to the expression of the day, which is off the record. We'll start by learning each individual word first. Off is a preposition, and it means away from, removed, or separated. Off is the opposite of on. You can put something on the table, and you can take it off the table as well. You can put clothes on, or you can take them off. The is a definite article. You use it to describe one specific thing. For example, I love the blue house, not the red one. Record, as a noun, has multiple meanings. You can have a record, which is a recording of music, so a CD, a cassette tape, (laughs) if you were born in the 80s, or a vinyl. Vinyl, I repeat, because every one of my students pronounced that incorrectly. Vinyl, V-I-N-Y-L, vinyl. So how many songs were on your last record? Oh, 12 songs. A record is also an official document that gives evidence or proof of past events. A father might yell at his son, why did you shoplift? You know this goes on your permanent record, right? To shoplift means to steal something from a store. And yes, There is such thing as a permanent record in the United States. Do something wrong and whatever it is will be put on your permanent record. It can come back and haunt you. And it's something we'll definitely talk about in a future episode. Off the record as an expression means not documented officially and permanently. If I tell you, let's keep this off the record, it's similar to saying, We don't need this to be permanent information. We don't need this information repeated. Let's just have this conversation die here. Usually we say something off the record when the information itself can cause problems. We don't want it repeated. The etymology or the origin of off the record dates back to the early 1930s with President FDR. He wanted to speak to audiences off the record. He wanted to tell stories and jokes without constantly being quoted by journalists. He didn't want everything repeated later on. So how can we use this expression in conversation? Let's go through some examples. Example number one. When I was in high school, a good friend of mine started dating one of our teachers. She was 17 at the time, and he was probably around 21 or 22. There's a few problems with this situation. In the U.S., it's illegal for anyone over the age of 18 to have sexual relations with someone under the age of 18. They're considered a minor, and it can cause a lot of problems. And it's absolutely against school regulations for a student to date a staff member. When she told us, so our group of friends, she said, hey, this is strictly off the record, okay? I think I'm falling in love with Mr. B. In other words, I don't want this information repeated. 
this could get a lot of people in trouble. We want to keep it off the record. Example number two. You're over 18, and you're in the state of California. So you can legally use marijuana for recreational use. In other words, you can use it for fun. To each his own, in my opinion. In this hypothetical situation, you do smoke occasionally. But you don't want your parents knowing about it. Now, imagine that your dad's friend catches you smoking inside of your car. You might beg him to be quiet about it. Your requests, your pleas, might sound like this. Please, can we keep this off the record? I really don't want my dad thinking I'm a pothead. A pothead is a negative term used to describe someone who smokes a lot of pot. Pot, weed, marijuana, they all mean the same thing. You don't want your dad's friend to tell your dad. You want him to keep it off the record. You want it hush-hush. You want this information, this sighting of you smoking, confidential. Example number three. You work with someone named Jeff, who regularly shows up late to work. One day, you overhear your boss's plans to fire Jeff due to his lack of punctuality. You can't help but gossip. At lunch, you meet with your best friend in the office and say, Off the record, okay? Don't repeat this to anyone. I heard our boss saying that he's going to fire Jeff. In other words, don't repeat this information. This is private. This conversation dies here. This is off the record. Let's not repeat it. All right. Hope it's very clear now how to use the expression off the record in conversation. Let's move on to the pronunciation exercise. We'll use the phrase, this is off the record. Repeat after me, this. This is. This is off. This is off the record. This is off the record. And the conjugation, repeat after me. I'm keeping it off the record. You're keeping it off the record. She's keeping it off the record. It's keeping it off the record. He's keeping it off the record. They're keeping it off the record. We're keeping it off the record. We're or were. Both are fine to mean we are contracted. We need to talk about the flap T in the middle of these last examples. We're keeping it off the record. It off. It off. Did you hear that? Every time you have an unemphasized word that ends in T and a vowel follows, you'll hear a flap T. You'll notice this is really common when the word it is in a sentence. Do you like your food? Yeah, I'm eating it up. The T in it connects to the U that follows in up. It up. I'm eating it up. That T in there sounds like a very quick D. That's a flap T. D -d 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 
it up, it up. Let's do another example. Are you wearing your bathing suit to dinner? Yeah, I'm leaving it on. Once again, the T in it connects to the O in on. It on, it on. I'm leaving it on. I'm leaving it on. One more. Are you done with your dish? Yes, you can take it away. The T in it connects with the A in away, and it sounds like it away. Take it away. Take it away. Take it away. Take it away. Rewind and practice this if you find it difficult. Over time, the more you listen and the more awareness you have, the easier it will be to pronounce flap T's intuitively. But sometimes it's nice to have someone just tell you what you need to know and what you should practice to improve both your listening comprehension as well as your accent. If you're interested in improving your pronunciation, which once again, this is a personal choice. It's not something that you need to do, but if it's something that bothers you, there is the American English Accent course to work on things like this. In the course, I have many videos where you can see the movement of my cheeks and my tongue so that you can master different sounds. I go through some of the difficult sounds that most non-native English speakers have problems with. We also work on reductions, connected speech, and so much more. You can find the link to the American English Accent course in the episode notes or on the website at AmericanEnglishPodcast.com. If you purchase all premium content, you get the Accent course at a discount. Check it out if you're interested. In any case, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Be sure to stay tuned for part two to check out the monster study and hear what that's all about. You won't regret it. Believe me, it's fascinating. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. And until next time, bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the American English Podcast. Remember, it's my goal here to not only help you improve your listening comprehension, but to show you how to speak like someone from the States. If you want to receive the full transcript for this episode, or you just want to support this podcast, make sure to sign up to premium content on AmericanEnglishPodcast.com. Thanks and hope to see you soon.